0: Hello, beautiful tribe. This podcast is sponsored by you Vida Thousands of years ago, before modern medicine proved scientific evidence for mind and body connection, the sages of India developed Ayurveda, which continues to be one of the most sophisticated, powerful mind and body health systems up to date. And I can begin to tell you, tribe, that It's about putting the power back in your hands. And the company that's helping you do that is Uvita. I've been on Uvita for a couple months now so that I can have a healthy gut and be able to clear my gut and be able to have the best digestive system that I can have. Because healing your gut allows the body to build a stronger immune system and produce the right kind of bacteria that tells your brain that it's okay to feel good. And as, as everyone knows, I'm the shaman who likes to stay lit and make sure the tribe is lit all day long. And so it's important for us to feel good in our bodies and it's important for us to live a very healthy life. Yuveda is a company that is doing that. They are utilizing the knowledge and understanding of Ayurveda in their company, wild harvested and organically grown herbs that they synergistically create in an Ayurvedic way to be able to give you what you need for your body to sustain health, wellness, and vitality. Everything that they have in their company is based in integrity, ethically sourced from natives who practice sustainability. and. I I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to share this with you and to have them be one of the sponsors for Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Their products offer everything from immunity to healthy joints into healthy mood and healthy digestion and a healthy body. What more can you ask for from a company that is bringing Ayurvedic understanding to the Western world in a way that is supporting us and lifting us and shifting us into the greater possibilities of who we are. So I welcome you to experience your Vida. You even contact them by going to their website, which is www.Uvita.com and you make your first order, type in the word Shaman, which is their code for the Ancient Wisdom Today podcast tribe, and and you will get 35% off on your order for your first order of of Uvita. But I'm telling you, the moment you start taking this product, you're going to see dramatic change in your body and the way you feel. And that is the best. And as the tribe knows, I'm all about putting the power back in your hands. So go ahead and check out Uvita and use my code SHAMAN. And until then, live healthy always and every day in your life. Love you.
1: Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients.
0: hello 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 wonderful amazing beautiful powerful and inspirationally delightful lit tribe of leaders creating legacy welcome to ancient wisdom today podcast and i love you amala ashe amala ashe amala ashe life is so good isn't it and it gets better because it gets better when you have correct information coming into your being, right? And then what happens is, it's like all of that information is so illuminated and so powerful that it literally starts to take away all of the things that are not in alignment to your system, right? So it's like any type of codes that are written in your system that are operating against your system, meaning creating uh, fear or stress or worry or doubt or shame or guilt or anger, or, you know, anything that is going against the system's natural operating um, code which is love right so it's so cool because as we take in more of this ancient wisdom and we do the meditations on meditation wednesday and like light ourselves up and lift ourselves up and go on these journeys and access these other dimensions and get healing from these meditations while also di- bringing in and digesting this powerful information and love into your cells, right? You're opening up these nebulous corners and these, these deep, rich pockets that are waiting to be filled with good stuff. And then all of a sudden changes start happening in your life. And you're like, I didn't really do anything all of a sudden you're getting that phone call or all of a sudden you're bumping into someone and it's like, oh my God, I just met the love of my life or you know, this opportunity just came on me and someone just called me out of nowhere. And it's, like, it's, like, like, it's all about like the minimal, like the least amount of effort that we should have to put into life because that's how strong we should be in our manifestation and our creativity that we don't have to hustle ourselves, but we are in alignment. And I know a lot of people have heard me say alignment over the hustle, right? And it's that, it's that key component to unlocking that door to possibility, right? It's, it's the least amount of effort and it's all about being in that, that very beautiful space, right? And so when we recognize that, we're able to, to take in um, this rich, source of love and energy that the universe is always sending us but we have all these walls and barriers and and belief systems and codes that aren't allowing any of that that yummy good stuff in right it's just like straight nurturing for the soul for the mind for your body right and for your emotions so It really creates like a really cool dynamic foundation from which you can build upon in the most harmonious way. And again, with the least amount of effort, which is so cool because when you are taking in the right information, you don't even have to move. Your mind is sending out energy frequencies that are going out into um, the universe and the stratosphere and connecting into all of these energies and these subatomic particles and you know wacky atoms and all of these things are being infused with consciousness and consciousness is a living spirit. And so that consciousness then connects you with the right person and the right place and the right this and the right that. And when I say right, meaning right for you, right? Because every thing is about what's in alignment for you versus, you know, someone else has their own alignment. So what may be right for you may not be right for them. So welcome to today's share. <laughs> and before you know we go into today's share i'm starting this new experience here on ancient wisdom where you know i'm creating a way for other tribal members to leave a message for the tribe so um you know i want to um honor everyone so if you do you know, want to do that and leave messages and stuff, I am creating a way to do so. And I will be letting it be known on Instagram on how to make that possible. It's really important to do so. So today's message is from Kendara Keithley. And Kendara Keithley is a tribal member. And she sent me a beautiful poem called Quantum Love. So enjoy.
1: How can I find liberation in the constructs of love we've built so assuredly? to define us, bind us, pin us down, whose label is it anyway? Don't you know we belong to each other because we are so, each string eternally tied? Stop trying to color between the lines, they're meant to bleed. We can never deny our true nature of being, she always finds a way to show us who we really are. Love is quantum, she allures from endless angles, shapes, and sizes of mind. She is messy, unbound, elusive, and free she belongs to no one and everyone synchronously love from her love from you from him maybe them and of course my one but not only this spirit cannot be contained or defined to the linear world we are ethereal she knows no time she is kinetic and capricious yet fervent and replete i cannot bequeath this vibration to one She yearns for many.
0: Wasn't that a beautiful, amazing poem that really represents what it's about for us as a tribe? Yeah. It's so important for us to be able to recognize that level of spectrum and that level of connection because, you know, as we operate in these quantum levels of, of our consciousness, right, we get to open up many more doorways than what we're used to opening because we are allowing ourselves to, to go into that spectrum, Right, and the spectrum itself is, you know, um, is really allowing us to be able to see um, higher levels of consciousness that exist that we may not have known that exist, but because we're willing. To, you know, to really dive into the idea of something existing outside of what we know, then we are able to say, oh, I can actually live in a quantum lifestyle where I'm able to think of all of the possibilities and the possibilities outside of those possibilities that I haven't even thought about yet, right? So that's why I think it's really important. To do what I call tuning up, t- toning up your brain with classical music, orchestra, opera, classical music. Um, you know, I do it every morning as a part of my morning routine. So, on top of me doing my shamanic passages and exercises, going to the gym, and I come back and I listen to a half an hour of classical music while telling myself, you know beautiful things such as i love how you have so much light that emanates from your being that never runs out and is always flourishing and expanding and and connecting to the light of other people i love how you're engaged in the tribe and how you you know you stand in a room and you're bringing healing into that room and you know just really kind of wording yourself up, you know, just really getting into that kind space with yourself and just wording yourself up. And so doing that while listening to classical or opera music is so, it's so wonderful. And I think that we get so in with all of these, you know, dumb the brain down um, music and, you know, shows on television and, you know, it's almost, kind of making um most human beings into what i call the stupid nation right it's kind of like the dumbed down nation it's the nation of people who just don't get involved in reading and writing poetry and listening to beautiful masterpieces of art of music and going to museums and looking at art and really you know speaking about it on dinner tables about you know the beautiful art that they saw and who you know who made this art was it contemporary was it classic art you know what what kind of art was it? Was it modern art? Was it street art? You know, I think we as a, a culture of people have to keep the intelligence alive, right? And the system wants to dull us down, right? By like feeding us sugars and putting toxins in our food and like doing all of these things. But in fact, the thing is, is that when we go, when we create like little, beautiful um, moments in our life to keep that level of awareness in that space of intelligent growth right such as like going to a museum and like really getting into art or picking up an art book or reading a book or going and getting a bunch of books like going to the library and you know do these types of things and you know do things that you've never done before such as like you know take a different course in something you've never done before you know learn to do the tango you know and get into a space where you know you, you take time every day to listen to a little bit of classical music so you know I really um, think that's really important when we want to open up quantum energy because when we open up quantum energy we're opening up that space in, in our in our in our senses in our sensory awareness that allows us to be able to see, you know, how we can access those energy fields of consciousness. Right. So, for instance, if we look at quantum, right, and we think of a photon, is a single quantum of light. Right. So, a photon is a single quantum of light, and you know the energy of that that is that is operating from right is operating in a field and that field is what you know science would have a, a different way of looking at it but in shamanism we look at that field as kind of like a bridge or um freeway right and when we look at it it's like to simplify it for you in the most easiest way right and so we look at that and we go oh wow okay so you know a quantum field of light is a bridge right and it leads somewhere and it leads you very quickly there and it can move through different types of dimensions that are you that you your perception um, perceives and can't perceive which is really cool because it actually moves beyond the dimensions that you're aware of and so that's why i always say we want to live very quantum because when we're in that space, we're able to move into that field, and then the thing is, is that we we go into understanding that the this field allows us to step in to an, a reality of other fields that exist that can be similar to ours or actually completely different right and and offer us new forms of information and amazing downloads that we can you know isolate and and bring into our lives and that's why it's important for us to keep our mind from getting into a space where we get really like fixed onto things and very like attached to things and so that we are operating in that field so when we get into you know the understanding of what that represents a lot of times when we look at mysticism right our quantum mysticism you know it is the understanding of a lot of different metaphysical beliefs and associations and practices that relate to consciousness intelligence and spirituality but in a lot of times people are like what exactly does that mean Right. So, of course, for me, because everything is about simplifi- uh, simplifying it, is recognizing that the understanding of quantum mysticism is the ability to recognize intelligent consciousness that is operating parallel to your own consciousness that you can actually shift over into and open up the energy in that consciousness and then bring it into your being and bring it apart and make it a part of your life right so you may be a type of person who is living your life you know you have your job you have your relationship you have your friends and you're doing all of these things right and you're asking for more to show up in your life and so the universe and all the spirits and all of the beings that love you unconditionally and have every means to bring those things into your life can't do it until you have what is called mind expansion. So that's the reason why um, in quantum mysticism, it talks a lot about consciousness, intelligence, and spirituality, because remember everyone, spirituality means the willingness to evolve, right? And it doesn't just mean evolve spiritually. It means evolve in all areas of your life, evolve in your body, evolve how you deal with things emotionally, evolve in how you perceive the world, and evolve in how you understand, um, you know, divinity and consciousness and expansion and all of these different things. And so, the, the difference between you um, being able to access these other types of experiences that spirit wants to bring in for you, to, so you can have more in your life, you have to evolve your. Physical, your emotional, your mental, and your spiritual, and evolve. It means go beyond that which you are aware of. So you know when people practice the art of yoga, right? So yoga is an art that is actually about you know um, you know evolving yourself, right? So yoga. In itself is a practice that allows you to stretch beyond your limitations. And as you stretch beyond those limitations, you are literally stretching beyond the limitations of your spirit. There are limitations of your mind and 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 you know, and and the limitations that you've created in the world, in your perception and so forth. Right? It's not just do yoga because everyone else is doing yoga, including, you know, Russell Brand or anyone else for that matter, because I see people doing things just because everyone else is doing it but it's been it's nice to have a grounded foundation of why you're doing it so if you're really doing yoga you definitely want to understand that you are definitely operating in a field where you're stretching beyond your limitations which means you're accessing other dimensional ways to see perceive and understand the world in which you live so that means the more you can understand the more that you can that you can grasp of your reality and outside of your reality. Now, remember, reality is that which you believe is true. Outside of your reality is that which you don't know about, which is called unknown. And so quantum energy moves you to the unknown. It is literally... The bridge is right, it's this beautiful photon energy that moves you because consciousness has to move through light frequency, right? Which you know, some can call it, um, and you know, and, and, and a lot of people will you know understand it in the form of electromagnetic radiation. You know, there's different understandings of how the electrons and energies are, op- you know, are operating and moving, but the systematic functioning and the way we look at it in shamanism is it's a bridge and so if you can understand it it's a bridge and you can understand that it has different forms the way that bridge operates and moves because it's quantum it's not held in one field it's like going into a freeway of many freeways that are going in all types of directions and all different places and then you just have to decide which field you decide to get on and ride into those unknown realities that you have not yet explored or seen or experienced and so forth right so if we go into understanding the 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 way that the metrics works in quantum movement right so if we understand the metrics and we understand that the metrics is operating in a way that gives us a uh, kind of like a, a a a point of reference a way for us to be able to gauge you know where what's happening and where we are so It gives us like our perimeters, our measures, and it gives us our quantification, our assessment of the measurement compared to something else, right? But when you're operating in quantum metrics, you can't gauge it completely. And because you can't gauge it completely, that's where science is like stooped. Science is like, um, well, you know, there's these things in your body that are blinking out and they're doing this and they're doing that, but they just don't understand why the quirks and nodes and why all these different, you know, aspects of of human reality as they see it through their technology or whatever it is they're measuring it from, from the equipment they're measuring it from, can't understand where these energies are, such as, for instance, dark matter. They can't measure it, they can't get it they can't understand it they don't know it because you can't see it because it's invisible that you can't see the darkness because it's invisible and the reason why is because the instruments that they're using to be able to measure it and understand the metrics of it and being able to get into that space is not giving them a full mathematical um, understanding based on numbers and based on, you know, the way that they're using this complex way of, of, you know, deciding what this actually means as far as, you know, mass and distance and space and, you know, all of this stuff. So. Because the the technology that they're using is built from a human being who if has not accessed those levels of the unknown, can't go beyond anything other than what they can accept. And that's the difference between, you know, invention and innovation, right? Because innovation is the ability to see something and to bring innovation to it is to make something, you know, so to to take something and make it, uh, a, a transformation to, to, to revolutionize it, to bring it into metamorphosis, to have a breakthrough and what it is that is where it's at and how to take it even further, right? So it's the process of introducing new ideas, new methods, and new definitions for our brain, right? Our modus operandi to be able to function um, intelligence around that makes sense for us so that we can actually say okay this is what it does and this is how it works and this is why it's important and so therefore this is why we use it right and that's kind of like how everything is in your environment like your bed, this is how it works. You put your bed there, you put your sheets on it, and you lay on your bed and you sleep, or you can sit on your bed, you can do all these things. So everything has around you this definition of what it does, right? And so the more we create things that are innovative are the things that we can do that is opposed to, and I'm gonna say supposed to, okay, because there's a lot of things that have been innovated that are not good for our human species or the animal species or the plant kingdom as well right so we sometimes get into this very egoistic way of thinking well if we can create it then we're just amazing we should just get rewarded and just not and like be so amazed by our amazing creations even though it kills tons of people and will destroy our planet within a certain amount of time but not our planet but our ability to survive on planet and be co-adaptable with our planet because hey we just took away our resources um because we innovated this thing that actually is destructive to our own species and our our own you know natural resources and we can't survive anymore um so we can't sustain but we haven't got into that space yet of our conversations because humans are still operating from this place of trying to figure see themselves as God. And they don't understand that to see yourself as God is not to see yourself as God as an innovator who's innovating anything without discernment. It means to have discernment. And the only discernment you should have is unconditional love. Is it going to hurt anything, destroy anything, destruct anything? Is it going to help um, our our planet is going to help the animals. Is it going to help us and our species? Is it going to help the um, the plant life? If not, let's just not you know let's not create it, right? So, so when we look into that understanding, right, and then if we get into invention, right, so invention is um, is the understanding of. Taking an action to create something that we need to use or can use, but we haven't had access to it or we don't have something um, that allows us to do it. So it's really about creating something that simplifies or something that we can use that we don't necessarily use, right? So... So the power of invention is there coming from inspiration. It's coming from originality. It's coming from creativity. And if we think of some of the great um, you know, people who, you know, invented things, you know, you have Alexander Graham Bell, you know, was an amazing, you know, inventor. You know, there are so many amazing inventors um, that we have had, you know, throughout history uh such as you know the 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 Wright brothers and you know the list goes on thomas edison and you know benjamin franklin and you know uh steve jobs and you know there's a lot of inventors right but again there comes the understanding of most people invent to turn their inventions into a money-making product that gives them sustainability through through you know through selling and through through commerce and you know and really where invention should be is how can it support our species how can it support our planet how can it support um, the animals and the natural environment how can it support our well-being right and again a lot of times we invent for the glory of the success of it or the profit of it without thinking how it's going to affect us in the long run. So when we get into understanding um, the quantum energy and the reason why I'm bringing up invention and innovation, so you can understand like, where is he going with this? Okay. The reason why I'm bringing it up, my loves, is because everything that is unknown can be known once you step beyond the quantum field. Once you access the different quantum realities that exist, you begin to understand that everything exists and any thought you could ever have exists, and so forth and so on. Like if you think about Walt Disney, for instance, right, he was on a train, Walt Disney was on a train, he saw a mouse on the train and decided to start drawing this character of a mouse. That mouse led to creating, you know, all the things that you see today, right? And the thing is, if you think about it, right, if you think about you know, um, Walter Elias Disney was an American entrepreneur. Uh, He was an innovator. And what did he innovate? He innovated, you know, these amazing cartoons and these, these, these movies and this, this world where we could go and be with our families and have fun and play. And everyone has fun. It's not just the kids going in the park and riding the swings while you're just standing there looking at them. You know, it's where you get to enjoy being a kid again. And so, so when we look at that, you know, he, he was really much about, you know, creating, you know, he was an animator. He was a voice actor, a film producer. He was a pioneer, right? And a pioneer means someone who's willing to, to, to push something forward that hasn't been pushed. So he's not only just an innovator, he's also a pioneer. And bringing that level um, to our lives created, you know, what you see today, which is Disneyland, Right. And so, you know, what was one of the quotes that Walt Disney had, which was, it's kind of fun to do the impossible, right? Well, how did he do the impossible and make it there? Well, it's because he was, he was able to go into another quantum reality. He was able to think beyond himself, which means accessing the unknown and finding the energy that exists in another dimension and then seeing it. And then pulling it into where you are now, which means you merge the dimensions. So imagine like that, that like all of the quantum fields were like a fan, like, you know, those Japanese fans or those Chinese fans. And I love fans, by the way. So let's say, for instance, you have one of those fans and say like each area of that fan, like each crease in that fan, right, is another quantum dimension. And so what you would do is like, let's say, for instance, you were one of those creases. By you being aware of the other crease on that fan, you can actually magnetically pull it in through consciousness and bring it together. That would be like you closing the fan and bringing it together. Another way of of looking at that is absorption, right? So if we look at like water absorbs, right? Because water it's pretty quantum, if you ask me. And water absorbs. So you can literally take something and put it in the water and it absorbs it in. That means that it's merging in, right? Now, there may be things that water can't absorb in because that element or whatever that solvent is or whatever is operating in contradiction to where that water is or what the water H2O molecule structure is. And so, but if you think of the idea of absorbing, right, or merging or you know a symbiosis, if you think of the idea of something coming together and being a part of something, that is how you would merge energy in the quantum level because what happens is you're merging energy based upon the the wave of that bridge, right? And the wave of that bridge comes from the mechanics of the, the reality of the wave-particle duality that vanishes, and then what happens is you don't know that it's there, but it's actually still there. It's just not picked up by science, because they don't have the equipment yet to truly understand the depths of all of these other dimensions, because if they did, then they would find other beings, and they would find other realities, because in fact, our planet is in a quantum field. So no matter how many times astronauts go into outer space, the fact that they don't really understand that there are other life out there and they don't know what it looks like and they don't know what to be looking for, it's kind of like trying to look for a, a, um, a needle in a haystack because you're not able to see the range of energy because you weren't taught energy. So in order for us to be able to start being aware of other realities, we have to start learning about frequency. We have to learn about quantum engagement. That means we have to be willing to know that Our way and the way we see things is one way and there are billions and trillions of other ways that exist. And each of them are operating on different frequencies that need combining frequencies to access their doorways, which your consciousness knows how to do anyway, right? But you can also do it through music. You can do it through dance. You can do it through something being in in movement and that you are in the opposition of that movement, meaning like something is moving in one direction and you're moving in another direction and it's moving fast. So let's say, for instance, like you were sitting in um, like a train that made a circle and it was going around around and around and around and around and around and around and around. Okay. And then there's another train going the opposite way around you. Okay. And so what would happen is, and then you have another train, uh, you know, in the center of that circle. So let's say you're the middle, the one, one side is going, you know, clockwise, the one, um, you're going counterclockwise and the other one in the center is going clockwise. That, um, centrifugal force of movement with breathing and sound would allow you to access another dimension. Where you would actually go into a trance like state and your spirit would open up another dimension, kind of like what you know when you see these TV shows like Stargate, right? You would open up another dimension and you would travel into that dimension and you would be able to meet with other beings. But the thing is, we use music as a way to degrade ourselves. We don't use music, not I'm saying all music is that way, but I'm saying the majority of what I say mainstream music is not used to elevate us to open up doorways. However, if you listen to classical, if you listen to drumming, if you listen to music that is um, holding the esophageal tones, the opening up the different energy elocutions of vibrations that are moving you from in sonnets, are moving you in different ways. Waves, right? After a while, what happens is it starts to access that part of your being that allows you to let go of your known reality. That's why music is going to be a huge quantum leap jump for us in science when science stops playing with their machines and realizes that their machines can only pick up what they can believe. And so even it can pick up other things, but it can only pick up how far they're willing to go within their own consciousness. And so the thing is, in order for them to go further, they would have to be doing uh, experimental uh, blind testing and testing on all these different things from a perspective of the unknown, from the perspective like Einstein did or the perspective that Benjamin Franklin had, which is to look beyond the veil without trying to be, critical of it or judgmental of it or trying to think that you know everything and then you're looking beyond the veil because you'll see nothing. And that's what happens when astronauts go in outer space. They go in outer space, they see absolutely just stars and they see earth and they see all these other planets, but they don't see other life forms because they don't know what frequency, they don't understand the frequency of those life forms and the life forms are just right next to them, but they don't know the frequency. So because they don't know the frequency, they can't see it. And that's the same with us in our lives, right? We let's say you are a person, like I said in the beginning, you go through life, you have your relationship, you got your friends, you got your place that you like to go, you got your things, your routines, you got your routines down, your house, perhaps you have kids, you know, you have your job, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, right? This is kind of your 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 pattern. So if I was to look at your life, I could actually draw a square and I can pattern your life and then look at your patterns and see where you actually do things, where you actually escape that pattern, which would be really like take a vacation and then come back into the matrix and follow that pattern still. And so a lot of times people think they're free because they can go to like Maui or they can go to like a trip somewhere to like the Maldives, you know, Maldives, you know, and they can go to, you know, uh, anywhere where wherever it is whatever Okay. And so the reason why people put so much clout on like celebrities and like very people who have lots of money, cause they think, oh my God, they have more freedom in their life because they can go do this and they can go do that. And when, anytime we think someone can break away from their grid and go do these things, we give them like, oh my God, wow, this is amazing. Your life's so amazing. I want to follow you. I want to see what you're doing on TV. I want to read you on the tabloids. I want to, because they want to like be involved in that person's life because they want that life. Because in truth of the matter is we are held within a field of consciousness that makes us think we're free, but we're really not. And so the only time we actually think we're free is when we take a vacation, but that's not even real freedom, right? It's like the core energy of our being, we have to remove ourselves out of the physical because the physical is holding on to these limitations that are part of this world and the construct of that physical can only be achieved based on our perception. So our perception is not... Not, if our perception is not in a field of, I'm always wanting to experiment and explore the unknown, and do things that I would never, that everyone around me told me you should never do, or any of these type of things, like things that would just go beyond, not trying, not anything which would hurt someone or put them in, in, in a very compromising situation. But I mean, like really go into that, like the same thing that Benjamin Franklin did, which is, you know, really go into a, a place where you think outside of your reality. Which is, the, which is entering that bridge that we talked about, that quantum bridge, that photonic light bridge, right? That's when you get into, um, you know, what is, what, you know, true understanding of what it means to, to step beyond, you know, your parallels and go into that quantum space and then recognize all of these other realities exist. And then you get to decide, do you bring your consciousness to that reality by accepting it and then merge it to where you are, which now it becomes your—you're actually living in that in that field, right? And so, uh, a lot of times we we get into a space where we become too emotional. We begin to emote so much emotions about situations and that actually causes a block in our ability to process information beyond our own range of intelligence and our perception, right? Because the emotions are only reacting based on what you believe and perceive. And so, Our emotions can also travel, but then that means you have to be willing to feel and you can't feel anything if your perception isn't expanded because you would only be able to feel that which you're comfortable in feeling right? It's like, if, you, if someone touches me, I feel electrical energy when people touch me. But there was a time when I didn't feel electrical energy when people touched me, I felt pain. Or there's a time where I felt, you know, nothing. It was just numb. And then there was times where people touched me and then, you know, it was just them touching me and it was, didn't mean anything and then, like didn't do anything. And so the more I was willing to expand my perception, the more I was able to feel And perceive emotionally. And that gave me a much more uh, understanding of, wow, look at all of this amazing kinetic energy out there. Wow, look at all of this amazing um, frequency out there that I can tap into and I can utilize to help someone or shift someone or to help them to create something or feel something or manifest something in their life easily and effortlessly, right? Meaning minimal effort, right without having to go out and beat the pavement and like you know and, and and rock your brains and beat your head on the wall because you feel like you have to hustle to get out there but you actually become this orchestrator that doesn't have to really do much other than think correctly and emote correctly based on that which you think. And so you are able to move out of your physical, you're able to move into your spiritual, and your spiritual is able to begin to what we call translocate itself into other dimensional realms, gather what it needs there while you're on the journey of that, and then bring that into where you are and then change your whole reality. And, you know, and and it's really funny because if you actually think about it, every time I'm doing these shares on Ancient Wisdom today, that's exactly what I'm doing to the tribe i'm sharing information with you that is actually allowing your spirit to travel to that information bring it in and then all of a sudden everything starts changing around you i literally have seen people who have trained with me and studied with me go from having like no money in the bank no relationship nothing is working nothing is happening like everything is just like horrible 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 as they would say to just me Just telling them things about life, which expands their perception and then because it expands their perception all of the old data and all the old written code and let me tell you the difference between data and written code okay so code writing is information that you accept as truth and you write a code into your system now you may write the code into your mental system so it becomes a thinking code you may write it into your emotional system uh, your physical system or your spiritual system and there's a lot of people who've written code in their spiritual system you know who they are they're very religious people and if I was to tell them that there are other realities out there, they probably think, oh my God, you've been talking to the devil, as if the devil really exists. Because the whole idea is for them, the devil has to exist because they have to have some kind of predator that is doing something to them to help them to evolve into the light. But they don't understand that the idea of them having the devil as a predator and the fear of God actually keeps them in a state of limbo, and then they go into a perpetual state of what I call um, psychosis that their way is the right way and everything is okay and everything's fine and someone's going to come and save them and they don't have to really do much. They don't have to pick up that cup. They don't have to fix the planet. They don't have to you know, you know cut down their, their emission usage or the way that they treat uh, other people and stuff like that because you know, if all they have to do is just ask for forgiveness and God's going to save them because there's some knight in shining armor that's just going to run in with a horse and come and save them and they believe that Which makes them not a child of God, but a child who's still in diapers. Because if you really are a child of God, you're not operating from diapers. You're not like with your little binky and your little bottle and be like, God, save me. God, fix this. God, do this. God, do that. I don't ask God to fix me or save me because God has given me everything I need right here to do it myself. And if I'm not doing it myself, that's my choice not to use my free will to activate the energies that are all given to me from the universe, from God, from source, from love, from that orgasmic consciousness, which we call God, that infinite source of unconditional love that is giving me every type of tool that I shall ever need. And all I have to do is know that it exists, right? Which means what? Which means think beyond myself, see myself as a giant, not as a small tiny uh little person who's living a life in a in a in in you know on a game board um that is like, you know, controlling me and all these types of things. I'm not here to play small. You're not here to play small. None of us are here to play small. But the system plays a game with you. The system's job is to make you believe that you're actually free when you follow rules. So you think, oh, if I follow rules, I have a job, I get married, I have kids, I have the pension plan, I have the house, I have the car, I get vacations here. I'm, I'm living a good life. I'm good, I'm good. I've, I got the, the dream, I, I've lived my life. You look at me, I got money in the bank, I'm this and that, that. You know how many billionaires and millionaires I know who have money and they're miserable? Because they have all this money, they can fly anywhere they want in the world, but what they don't have, which I, which I really interesting story Was, you know, I had this really big, big media mogul, okay? And he came to me and he said, You know, and when I say big, I'm talking like big in the sense of like the biggest media mogul. And he comes to me and he says, you know, um, I know you work with these different actresses and blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to tell you his name, but I'm just going to give you the story. And I know you do. And I think that, you know, you're an amazing guy and all this kind of stuff. And everyone speaks really highly about you in Hollywood. I would love if you, because I know you work with this one actress. I would love if you would let her know that she should have intercourse with me because that will reach her to a higher level spiritually so what he basically wanted me to do is when i have a a one-on-one training with that wonderful actress that i would tell her this you know the spirit spoke to me and said you know you have to go and sleep with this big you know media mogul guy and you're going to reach enlightenment which i mean i'm sorry but if you know if you know the tribe you know me i'm not playing that game so I looked at him and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding? Do you think that works? Do you think because you've dangled a carrot and found everyone's thing that they want, which is money or fame or this or that, you think that you can actually buy me? He said, look, I'm rich. I'm wealthy. I I am, you know, I am, um, I have, I have all of these, you know, uh, you know, things I can give you. I have a private jet. I own resorts. I have all this stuff I can give you financially. I can set your life up. I can make everything easy for you. I can give you a TV show. I can do movies, like whatever you want to do, just get me this actress. (laughs) And you know, the funny thing is I looked at him and I said, you know, you're right. You are materially successful. You are materially wealth. You have material wealth. You do. He says, that's right, I do. I said, but you don't have spiritual wealth. That's right. You're poor in spiritual wealth. And that's the most important wealth you want to have, more so than your physical wealth. You can have cars and houses. You can be bling bling and zing zing and ming ming and ding ding and whatever the new word is on fleek, on flack, on you know, whatever. Who knows what is ice and and rice and and that's nice, you know. I mean, all these words coming out everywhere. It's like, what is ice? And I was like, oh, that means you have diamonds. Okay, that's just interesting. Okay, you're icing it. Okay, whatever. These words. That human beings, you know, create to make you look like this is the glory of life, right? Like if you have this, you've done it. But it's not true. It's not true at all. Because that is also a part of slave mentality. You see, slave mentality can also be for people who have money. They can go, yeah, and buy this and do that. But they don't have spiritual well-being. They don't have spiritual wealth. That means all of those things they're buying and doing and all that is because there's a deep, dark black hole inside of them, eating them slowly. Like my favorite movie, The Never Ending Story, The Nothing, right? The nothing has come for them and it's sitting inside of them and slowly eating up all of their energy and all of their stuff inside and making them feel so empty and it's unfortunate because they're going to live a life with all these material possessions and not feel love and not feel happy and not feel joy and not feel spiritual bliss. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I watched my father who was a multimillionaire, had his own airplane, he had lots and lots of money and he was just miserable, miserable. So it was my stepmom, miserable. Whereas I had fun going to my friend's homes who didn't have that. And they were like laughing and playing board games with their kids and having fun and so forth. And they didn't have anything close to what my dad had. And I thought, wow, you have all this money, you have all these things and you're miserable because you don't have spiritual wealth. You don't have spiritual wealth. So when we look at that, right? When we go back and understanding that that we as human beings, right, in order for us to truly transcend, okay, people talk about ascension, transcending, ascension. You have to transcend the physical. The physical doesn't mean you transcend your physicals because you go to the gym and you've got a six-pack and you're rocking some serious bod. It means that you transcend your value on the physical as the totality of your spiritual happiness, your, your uh, what we would say, your resident vibe, right? Your resident vibe is the core energy of what gives your life sustenance, like a sun, feeding you daily in and out, giving you everything, constantly pouring into you, never ceasing, never stopping, which is what we call God consciousness, right? Always flowing into you that you could lose everything and you're still a happy person because you are living in that flow of that constant love. That is more precious and more valuable than Anything, you could be rolling, rocking, or riding, or blinging, or fleeking, or whatever it is that the word is, in your life. Truly, truly, in your life. I don't need to have 10 cars to be happy, and I don't need to have you know, five houses. If I have a lot of houses, I'm going to have people in those houses with me enjoying and talking and laughing and doing art and writing poetry and, and having cuddle parties and, and watching movies together and being out in nature together and planting a garden together and doing fun things together. Together, 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 together. Community, community, community. Tribe, 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 tribe. Because why would I want to have all... Like, I know, I was this guy in, in the Hamptons. He had... 30 bedrooms in his house and there's only two people. Oh my god, talk about depression. I would walk through the house looking at the rooms and think about oh, all the people that aren't in my life. You if you're going to have things, you want to share it. You want to you want to be in this this beautiful motion of energy and sharing and gathering and and so forth. You know, you don't want to gather your harvest and just have it all for yourself. You want to share it, right? And so in order for us to really make those shifts and changes and so we're not on that game board and we're not doing the same old same old everyday doing what everyone is doing having kids having pension plan then that all of these really boring matrix behaviors We have to spend more time in the unknown. We have to access more quantum levels and be able to move through those quantum fields, those bridges of intelligence, as we would say in quantum mysticism, those bridges of intelligence, those metaphysical gateways, and be able to access information and knowledge that you have not been privy to or aware of. And one of the biggest reasons why people don't access them is because they think they know every damn thing. Okay. And you know, you've heard of the saying, I know nothing. Well, guess what? I know nothing too. And you might say, what, Shalmander, what do you mean? You have so much information. I may have a lot of information, but there's so much I don't know. Right. And I have so, I'm not going to be like, oh, I have it all figured out. I know everything. No, what I do is I keep my vessel open to the higher realms and I let spirit pour into me when necessary. And then it pours in and then I pour it into you and I let it go. And then I have more pour into me and then I pour it into you and I let it go. And then the things that are necessary for me to hold on to such as skills and, 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 and tools and things that I can access, hacks, right? my spirit hacks that allow me to navigate this, 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 um, this life and what's happening right now on the planet so I'm not freaking out which actually really is the uh (laughs) you know being crazy is the the real norm right because if you are trying to be norm like what people think norm is that's crazy but the real crazy is like literally like you know just jumping off your dinner table and doing a cartwheel or like you know like running across the house when your husband comes home and running like you're running to catch a football, but you're running to catch him and kiss him all over his face and tell him how much you love him because you don't know if he's going to be around tomorrow or the next day because you're not living in entitlement. You're recognizing that every person in your life could leave tomorrow. You don't have right to say when they're allowed to leave because you're not the one who's orchestrating their life and their destiny, meaning what they've created for their own soul path. Uh, You really can choose to... You know, embrace the 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 love now. Embrace the joy now. Embrace the happiness now, and and all of that, right? And start becoming the next uh, Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Edison and Steve Jobs. Like you are an inventor and an innovator, but just do it from a place that supports not just you, however, supports all of us. And the animals and the nature kingdom, so that we are operating in a harmonic field, not a destructive, demonstrous, um, degrading, chaotic field. Because that right there is what happens when you don't bring discernment to the table in anything that you, as a creator, would choose to create. Like I, every time I go into these shares on Ancient Wisdom today, I go into a prayer okay and my prayer isn't like a begging prayer because a lot of times and we'll talk about that you know prayer whole thing in another share but it's not a begging prayer like please god please this please that no because i told you i'm not in this like come save me mentality i am a co-creator with god and that's what god wanted and that's how it is and that's why if people even read the bible they would say that jesus said i give you four come back with eight i don't know what they meant like they didn't get that part because what it is about is that you multiply the blessings that you have to, to multiply those things. So if I'm given one blessing, I should come back with 10, not just the one, because I was waiting for you to give me another one. Right. And it's like, so we, we want to be what we call dependent, uh, not codependent spiritual beings. We want to be independent spiritual beings. Yay. I hear the crowd roaring, independent spiritual beings, independent spiritual beings, independent spiritual beings. Yay! And they score. Yeah. So the thing is, is that if we are independent spiritual beings, we're operating in the field of leadership and we're operating in the field of legacy and we're operating in the field of innovation invention, and we're operating in the field of creation. And not just creation, quantum creation. Are you a quantum creator? Yes. Again, are you a quantum creator? Yes. Are you a quantum creator? Yes. Are you a quantum creator? Yes, 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 yes. What is a quantum creator? It means someone who is creating in their life with their children, with their husbands, with their spouse, with their wives, with any partner they're with, with their friends, with their loved ones in a quantum way. That means they love the unknown. They love not knowing, they love going beyond the veils of reality that they've accepted and dismissing the reality and looking for something completely different. I mean, what was the what was the quantum um book that was made? It was uh, Eat, Pray, Love? I really did like that. You know that book, but the reason why I liked it was because it's very. Quantum, it's literally saying, This is my life, this is how I was living it, this is my job, this is what I was doing, this is what I was dating, this wasn't working. I decided to completely walk across the bridge of the unknown and had no idea what was going to happen and found myself. Wow, I was like, Oh, what was another amazing book that was quantum creator intelligence? The Alchemist. Oh, what was that? Just going on the journey and to find one's gold. And yet the journey without having any expectations of how and what's going to happen, you just take each moment with pure love and pure presence and pure presence in yourself and around others, meaning that you're being so kind and loving to everyone around you and you have pure presence with yourself and you're taking the journey because you know it's going to lead you to the very thing that you need because you're you're, you're, you're in complete alignment. Right. You're a quantum creator. Right? You're operating in this, not this field of, I have to be safe, I have to be in control, I have to like, have everything figured out, I have to know how much money I'm making, and da 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 because you know what? If you want to know how much money you're making, what about all the money you could be making, but you don't know that you could be making it because you're only focusing on the money that you're making? Because you're not letting the, the spirits that love you unconditionally go and download into you all these other pathways of currency and abundance and prosperity that can just come into your life easily and effortlessly with minimal effort right because if you think about it right who like i said again who wants to beat the pavement i mean it's just like it's it's so how do we say dark ages it's dark ages to like struggle and hustle and beat pavements and stress and create all these things you're not choosing to tap into your spirit that's limitless 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 meaning it can do everything and anything as long as you let it cross the quantum bridge to the unknown and to all the other different realities that exist and choose the one that is most suitable and necessary for you in where you are and merge the dimensions to a symbiosis of your consciousness which allows you to fully embody that which you have perceived So if you can think it, you can be it. I'm sure you've heard that. And as as Walt Disney always used to say, you know, when you wish upon a star, like the whole idea of a star, right, represents you being able to see beyond the limitations. The limitations that are, in fact, if you think about it, you know, the limitations that you've been created, right? So, you know, the whole understanding is that you know, if we were to step into a, as this kind of like this realm of, of thoughts and understanding and really get into a deeper understanding of what limitation is, limitation is anything that you say is not possible, right? And so if you stay in a field of possible, and then you are able to move beyond that limitation. So that gives you an understanding. So like Walt Disney's, one of his quotes that he always would say is this, if you can dream it, you can do it, you know? I mean, that's a simple, simple thing, you know? It's the simple, simple thing. If you can, you know, dream it, you can do it. And so what is the problem when people are getting all caught up and telling themselves they can't do it? Because they're following this old, paradigm that they haven't really let go of because they haven't let go of it because they're holding on to it for safety and security. Most people suffer and hold on to the discomfort for safety and security because they don't want to go to the unknown because they are control freaks. Control freaks. Freaks. Freaks, 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 the control freaks. Yeah. What is a control freak? A control freak is someone who is guided and, 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 and uh, guided by fear. On the idea that they are something could actually create some type of force that would take them away from that which they think they need based on their reality. Again, reality is, is really subjective based on the idea of perception. And perception can only be achieved based on the understanding of how much you're willing to, to choose reality over non-reality, which is where the unknown is, which is where you get to step into true power, right? And so, your perception today may be completely different tomorrow. That's why I always tell people being a spiritual person is not about how many downward dogs you can do and how cool it is that you eat chia pudding while sporting the coolest new outfit and making sure that you are, you know, going to every type of workshop. And, you know, there's so many things that people think is spiritual or meditating or whatever it is. You know, it's not about that. And so, you know, a lot of times when I hear women say to me, well, my husband's not so spiritual. Like, why? Because he doesn't meditate and do yoga and wear lululemon's or is it because of the fact that you think he's not spiritual because he's not doing what you do? That is what you consider spirituality and that is narcissistic. And that is so far from the truth of what spirituality is because if we really want to make it simple, spirituality is anyone who wants to evolve is spiritual. It doesn't matter how you choose to evolve, if you're evolving on the physical, if you're evolving on the emotional, if you're evolving on the mental, if you're evolving on the spiritual, any of those four gateways of evolution makes you us, spiritual person. So let's just knock off the BL and get out of, you know, the the nonsense that someone isn't spiritual because of the fact they are not doing what you do as far as your spiritual regimen that just makes no sense and literally it shows you where you're at in your own spiritual space because that means that you have not been able to look beyond quantum dimensional reality or should we say uh you haven't been able to go beyond the unknown to find that the person that you're with is actually spiritual but you would You would find that out if you're willing to step outside of your comfort zones and your comfort zones are built upon your perception and your perception is built upon how much you actually perceive um, of your security and safety when it comes to allowing yourself to pass over the bridge um, and enter into quantum dimensions that exist um, simultaneously and access those energy frequencies and merge your consciousness and create what we call a super suburb, uh, a super A supercharged emergence, which allows you to fully embody a new part of your being, or what some people would call in the other way of saying it, as people say, it's a walk-in. Well, a walk-in, all it is, is you in another dimension walking into this body from that dimension to this dimension, which are all connected and you're all the same. So it doesn't really mean anything other than that you have just accepted a different reality because your perception has been expanded because you went to the unknown and you found out that there are other realities that exist than the one you're in. Yeah, pretty cool, if you ask me. So that is really important for us to really look at and to, to, to stay in a place of observance with. I know we have everything it takes to be triumphant, to be successful, to be healthy, to be happy, to be prosperous, to to have love to be innovative, to be inventive, to, to anything we desire. We have everything within us to do so, but it's going to require only one thing from us. And what is that? Humbleness and humility. Humbleness and humility. Humility means the reality you believed in isn't the only one. <laughs> and humbleness is, it's okay, it's fine, so what? I get it, you know, I don't have all the information and it's okay, because what I do have is an open vessel to the source, to pour into me all of the different levels of information and data so I can write new code So the data streams that move through me are moving in light frequency intelligence. And the code that I'm writing in are called light codes. And that allows me to perceive higher levels of love, connection, community, and to build a stronger foundation, not just for myself, but for everyone. Not just those who are in our body form, but everything that exists. I love you, darlings. I love you so much. And if you really enjoy these shares, please, please, please invite to Ignite. Share them with other friends, family members. Bring them to the tribe so they can become alive. And also um, leave me a review. Uh, You can leave it at iTunes and just go on there and leave a review. And, you know, um, get involved. You know, you want to learn. You want to learn how to level up. uh, Get on my newsletter. Okay, why? Because my newsletter, is the bomb you get to find out what kind of workshops speaking things i'm doing free events that i'm offering you as well as getting some tips from you know how to be able to access uh your powers that i don't put out on instagram i don't put out on facebook and i don't put out anywhere else just in that newsletter so sign up on my newsletter go to shamandirect.com to do so and if you're not following me on instagram So you can get into the tribe on Instagram because we go on IG lives and we share and I bring people on and we talk and they teach us. Because remember, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about we. Okay. I love you. And until next time, I'll be seeing you in the dreams. I love you, darlings. Bye.